darkness falls over the city, children. What? It's late night here <laughs> in the dark, deep cité. <laughs> and that's when the salesmen come out, baby. Hide your daughters and mind your orders, because we're coming in low. What time is good for you, say, tonight at 8? <laughs> Tomorrow at 10? I can get down in the daylight too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right? Welcome well- <laughs> to this nighttime edition of Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite podcast after dark infinite infinite is what you said no i heard you i just had to get in with the thing infinite infinite time that's right yeah it's great your source for strangers coming over to your house late at night a better way to have guys sound like perverts in your ears It is though, but the, it is. The, this is the latest we've ever done one of these. Never have I have I done this by moonlight with you. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> or naked, like we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of part of our satanic ritual. It's well, really it's fun. a night of firsts, isn't That's it, buddy? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wee! <laughs> I'm covered in Mrs. Butterworth's uh, maple syrup, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm covered in vomit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I meant to say maple flavored syrup Because there's not a drop of maple syrup in Mrs. Butterworth Now let me ask you something I don't mind asking you Because you've just given me an image That I'll never, ever not have (laughs) Have you ever brought food into the intimacy? You ever brought any kind of sticky nonsense Into the love making? Uh, yeah, on a limited basis. <laughs> not, it was not like that not, is the answer I was looking for, buddy. Not like a nine and a half weeks kind of thing, or whatever that movie was. Right, right? sure, yeah, sure. No, just uh, a little bit here and there, just for fun. But what, like an Italian hoagie? What? What are you? Like, <laughs> what are you throwing down with? Is kind of the question. I think it was chocolate sauce. Chocolate sauce. Yeah. Like oh a, wow! Like you went a, like, like a bottle of you, you went know, cliche like, version. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm telling you, try the hoagie. <laughs> it's a little awkward at first but then the olive oil kicks in and everybody's happy sounds great yeah well that's fun that was that's fun. a fun way to start episode 23 oh it certainly was just the best <laughs> science math and geology other stuff it's numerology Numerology. Oh crap! You was, come on. I was drinking. Come on. During the pee doops. You were drinking. Sorry, P-doops. your mind was elsewhere. That's right. Probably that chocolate sauce experiment. Or the that syrup you had. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Don't stop I'm with so the syrup. Sticky over stop here it. with the syrup. It's. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm literally. <laughs> it's like, it's esophageal unrest <laughs> is happening because of this. So please stop. Okay. I'm, sorry. I'm trying to talk here. <laughs> Trying to do a show for people. <laughs> all right, Jesus. All right. Sorry, coming at me with covered in syrup. <laughs> what are you? What are you doing to me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a little, 
the little nighttime bill showed up. That's there. right. It's nighttime bill. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I like it. <laughs> I, all I know is I'm sticky and there's no sunlight. <laughs> 23 is the natural number following 22 and preceding 24. Yeah, okay. I love it. Yeah. I love how you have to you do something a little different every time something. and there's no payoff. Uh, yeah, no, I have to do something. I should stop saying it. You should stop reacting to it, but we <laughs> persist. Uh, in mathematics, 23 is the ninth prime number and the smallest odd prime that isn't a twin prime. Yeah. Right? I, I, I've never been able to put that into words. <laughs> So I'm glad that you were able to say it. I barely put it in the words. That states my feelings of number 23 perfectly. Right? It's right in there. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff going on with 23. Stay tuned. There's a lot of real interesting, real crazy stuff. Oh, good. Um, It's the fifth Sophie Germain prime. Oh, hello. Yeah. Who's Sophie Germain? (laughs) I mean, I could look it up, but wouldn't you rather just imagine it? Yeah. Right? (laughs) What time's she getting here? She sa- Sophie Germain sounds like a flapper, like an actress yeah. back in the day. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm Sophie Germain. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> right? Isn't that Sophie Germain? That is Sophie yeah. Germain. Yeah. She's like an anti mame kind exactly. of character. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. That's yeah. great. Well, and 23 is her prime. Well, sure. You're goddamn right it is. <laughs> <laughs> the sum of the first 23 primes is 874, which is divisible by 23. Which Come is on. crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> right? That is crazy. That's some math shit. Like, I, w- I want to put that on a t shirt. I just want to get, I just want, so people will be like, really? I'm, a, I'm, I'm, it's blowing my mind that 874 is divisible by 23. Well, that's shocking. To I me. mean, I, you, you want to look it up? I'm going to do the math on it right now. You, you are? I am because I can't think of what All right. Number. I mean, we'll wait. <laughs> you can keep talking. We'll wait patiently. <laughs> 874. That's divided right. by divisible by twenty three. You have any guesses as to what it might be? I don't. I don't. I don't have the foggiest. It's you. Ne- I don't. I would have never gotten it. Okay. Well, what is it? Thirty eight. Thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. That's a. It's a little high. I would have gone a little under that that's if so, I was guesstimating. That's so weird. That is. Weird. But yeah, it seems right. Around a little more yeah, than forty. Now that you say it's right, it seems right. <laughs> around forty. Because yeah. twenty times forty, 20 would, be 40 would be exactly whatever. And then you get the seventy four. You throw those in there. Right. Exactly. Right. That's fun though. This yeah, so the sum of the first twenty three primes is eight seventy four, which is divisible by twenty three. That's bananas. That's really crazy. It seems so random. Yeah, but really cool. Yeah, it is cool. Uh, twenty three also has the distinction of being one of two integers that cannot be expressed as the sum of fewer than nine cubes of positive integers. <laughs> and I would then uh, I would invite you to see Waring's problem on this very topic. A Waring's problem. Waring has a problem with this. <laughs> Every time I go out in public... Oh, turn off the lights, it's wearing again. He's going to knock. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's always got a problem. This guy. <laughs> I was going to say, every time I go out in public, whatever uh, outfit I've picked out is a wearing problem. <laughs> you know, it's just not working. Not quite working for me. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> I like it. This is, this is, I think I'm about to say the most British thing I've ever heard. Mm. All right, I'm tuned in. Are you ready? 23 is a Wedderburn Etherington number. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh my God. Yeah. You know I'm a bit of an Anglophile. Wedderburn Etherington. Oh, keep saying it. (laughs) (laughs) I will not. Put the syrup down. (laughs) Wedderburn Etherington. That's right. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm sorry, Wedderburn. Wedderburn. W-E-D-D. Yeah, Wedderburn. Wedderburn 
Etherington. Etherington. That's nice. Plumley. <laughs> oh, Plumley. Yes, Wedderburn Etherington. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. I'm not even going to tell anyone what that is. It's Great. Just, it, just, it just is. Just, there it is. Uh, just, it is what it is. That's right. You don't need more than wetter burn Etherington. That's all you need. That's all I need. That's all I ever need. You don't got to go stumbling through Wetterburn. Just, it's out there. Just attack it. Just go. Just play the harp, Peter. <laughs> According to the birthday paradox... In a group of 23 or more randomly chosen people, the probability is more than 50% that some pair of them will have the same birthday. 23 people. <laughs> yes. So In you a group of 23 or more. Any, or more. Okay. But you, minimum 23. Minimum 23. So we get 23 people you, in the same room. You gather 23 souls. And... 50% probability wow. that two of them will share a birthday. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I love that. I know. That's insane, actually. It is insane. You'd never think it. No, you wouldn't. In a world of... In a world (laughs) (laughs) where everyone is born on a different day, 23 strangers gather in a room and discover there's a 50% chance that maybe two of them are born on the same day. Seems a little cumbersome for a tagline, <laughs> if you don't mind me saying. Coming soon to a theater near you, The Birthday Paradox. The Birthday Paradox is kind of neat, right? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody must have based some kind of movie or script on this. It, it does sound like one of those- It seems very script-worthy. Yeah, one of those uh, movies where there's like a there's like a twisty kind of thing to yeah, it. Yeah, twisty kind of horror-y thing, maybe. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love it. It sounds like an Agatha Christie murder mystery, kind of. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know- uh, ten little Indians, you know, yeah, and they all right. get knocked off one at a time. This is the birthday paradox. Right. It sounds like sort of an Agatha right. Christie murder mystery. It does. It yeah, does. I love mean. it. I love it. Well, there you go. It's sitting it. out there for someone. Uh. It's sitting out there waiting to give you its <laughs> story. <laughs> you know who should write it? Who should write it? Wetterburn Etherington. <laughs> <laughs> he would have a field day with this. Yeah, that's right. Totally. I think it's two of them. I think it's hyphenated. Wedderburn and Etherington. Yeah, well, they're a team. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And sometimes Plumley. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, F, I before E and sometimes Y, or what's that other That's thing? right. Or Crosby, Stills, Nash. And Etherington. Sometimes Young. <laughs> <laughs> and Etherington, of course. And Plumley. Plumley. <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> I'm on stage with Crosby, Stills, Nash. How'd this happen? <laughs> Wait, Young is English all of a sudden? No, oh, that's Etherington. <laughs> you said you made the joke. <laughs> that is a bit weird, isn't it? I know David Crosby. It's quite a mustache you have there. <laughs> he can't even hear me. He's high as a kite. <laughs> the fuck? I love it. I love Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Etherington. <laughs> they'd be They're pretty, my favorite. They'd be pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, 23 is the smallest positive solution to Sunzi's original formulation of the Chinese remainder theorem. <laughs> so there. Okay. All right. Yeah. The atomic number of vanadium. Ooh. You like that? Yeah, I do it's like it. It's an oft undiscussed uh, element. Yeah, I'm not familiar with vanadium. Right? Vanadium is a chemical element with the symbol V and the atomic number 23. It is a hard, silvery gray, ductile, malleable transition metal. God damn. Right? V for victory, baby. (laughs) V for vanadium. The elemental metal is rarely found in nature, but once isolated artificially, the formation of an oxide layer somewhat stabilizes the free metal against further oxidation. How about that? (laughs) 
<laughs> that seemed to tickle you. What happened? I didn't understand. <laughs> so I just kind of giggled and pretended like I did. There was a time in my life when I thought you were bright. <laughs> All it's saying is it creates a layer of oxidation, but, uh-huh. but beyond that, it doesn't oxidize further. Okay. It won't continue sure. to wear through. Gotcha. Okay. You understand? Yeah, I got it. Now. It kind of creates its own protective layer. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. It is fun. It is fun. The cosmic abundance of vanadium in the universe is 0.0001%. Oh man, you know, it's like it's it's got a cosmic abundance, man. It's like, you know, it's its own thing, you know. Like you can't, you know, it's so abundant cosmically speaking <laughs> that, you know, it's just for sure. <laughs> for sure it is. You're not wrong. I mean, you know, use it if you need it, don't forget to feed it. You know what I'm saying, man? Yeah, I can picture it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How, did you know this though? That, that that percentage makes the element nearly as common as copper or zinc. Also, huh. very little. But yet, we never talk about vanadium. But we were talking about copper and zinc, like constantly. going out of style. I know it's yeah. right. Yeah, it's like they were. It's like copper conductive zinc uh, takes them when you're sick. Like well, that's I all know, you right? ever hear. It's crazy. Where's vanadium exactly in all this? That's right. You know, it's like uh, you know, uh, copper and zinc were like you know a jack. And uh, the the brunette, and then vanadium, you know, was the one that came in and replaced Suzanne Summers, and nobody noticed. (laughs) Oh, from Three's Company. Yeah, I I literally thought you might have been having a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) I get it now, though. Janet, Jack, and Janet. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Is that the episode where Jack and Janet are moving the fridge, and Chrissy listens at the door? (laughs) That's every episode. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's the joke. I don't, uh, even as a kid, I was like, come on, just walk in there. It, 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 yeah. I mean, the, the, whoever was the landlord for me was the, the comedy. That All was the comedy the show for came you. from Norman Fell or from Don Knotts. I mean, I'm with me. you on, you're not wrong, yeah. but you didn't like Larry. Oh, Larry was, Larry good. was great. Yeah. Right? Larry was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Such a horn dog. Yeah. Larry. <laughs> He like wasn't funny in and of himself, but it was like, you know, oh, there's Larry. Oh, Larry. Oh, Larry. Oh, Larry, Larry dogging out. In that jacket, just, going to the Regal just Beagle. Just trying to be a baller. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember this? When, when Norman Fell and uh, Audra Lindley would do a scene like this together? Wait, it, is Audra Lindley the, the yeah, wife? She was Mrs. Roper. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Mrs. Roper. Right. Right. And the it, unsatisfied wife of exactly. Mr. Roper. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And she'd be like, Stanley, come to bed. Yeah, sure. I'm making a sandwich, Helen. Yeah, of course. But Stanley, if you eat a sandwich now, you won't you won't be ready to go to bed. And then Norman Fell would do this take do to the camera. He'd do a smile take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Take yeah, to the yeah, camera. Yeah. That was the best. Right. He's like, I'm not going to have to have sex with my wife if I eat the sandwich. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and is, he, I was going to happily make this sandwich. Exactly. It's so like, crazy. It's really hilarious. So crazy. <laughs> I mean, that was comedy. <laughs> well, there it was. There it was. Height of comedy. That's right. Turn and smile slowly, Norman. <laughs> and um, try to project that there's no way you want anything to do with your wife's vagina <laughs> That's right. ever again in your eyes. Cool. And he did it. He sure did. Nailed it every he time. He communicated that loud and clear. One take, Norman. For sure. All the way. Uh, Valadium is detected spectroscopically. Well, yeah. Spectroscope. You got to have a spectroscope. We're going to get the spectroscope in on this. Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. Bring it in, boys. (laughs) Get the spectroscope out. (laughs) Right. I thought that was something you looked at ghosts with. 
Spectral scope is oh, maybe what you're scope. thinking. That's, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. Um, the 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 Valadium ion is abundant in seawater. Oh, that's fun. How do you like them apples? I like that a lot. Right? Yeah. Also in some mineral water springs. Yum. Um, and it's found in high concentrations in mineral springs oh, when it is found. That's good. Yeah, like uh, near Mount Fiji, high concentrations of Valadium. Did you? Speaking of springs, did you ever go up to um, Saratoga Springs in New York? No, no, sir. I don't go to any place called Springs. No, why nope. not? Think about it. D- that a boy. <laughs> I don't know. What's wrong with springs? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't like it. Your tops are made out of rubber. Your bottoms like are made it. out of springs. I don't like it. But if you go, there's like a park where you can walk through and there's all these natural springs and the water sure. comes out and it, it like tastes different at each of these different springs. So some have more copper content, some have more zinc, valadium, some, have more valadium. some have more valadium. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. It's fun. It's really fun. That's my story. That's it? Yeah, that was it. All right. You and I should define story later. <laughs> What you had was an anecdote, okay. if that. Yeah, I should, I I'm should not, really work that up into a humorous anecdote of some could sort. Could you? I'll try. I'm into something. Get to work. Something meaningful. Something that has a payoff. Christ's sake, there's different springs. Well, you, <laughs> That's it? Well, you were stonewalling me with your no springs routine. I mean, jeez. Like you, I, you know, go with me or for I, me. You're right. I apologize. <laughs> I just thought, you know, I've never been to a place called Springs and there must be a reason. <laughs> I must have a subconscious apprehension. Maybe you do. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to take you to one to get you over you this. You think thing. that's what it'll take? That's you gotta face your fears, my friend. Will the waters taste different? <laughs> you know they will. Tell me again, Pa. You know that they will. <laughs> I love it. Normal human sex cells have twenty three chromosomes. <laughs> How do you like them apples? Norman, when are you coming to bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so norman fell's sex cells right, right. had significantly less than 23 chromosomes <laughs> i'm guessing but that wasn't mr roper's what was mr roper's first name um shit uh, how what come on come on this is what you're doing this is important no it isn't <laughs> all anyone called him was mr roper well, except for uh, Mrs. Roper. She <laughs> called him by his... She didn't say, Mr. Roper, when are you coming to bed? No, that's true. She, Stanley. Stanley. Stan, thank you. you I Stanley. think you said it. I did the, the first time, but it, then yeah. the second time I fucked it up. <laughs> boy. That's why I had to set the record straight. Yeah. I'm glad we went back for that. <laughs> glad we circled back for that. Good. Solid. Solid choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. I, I feel great about it. Good. Uh, let's see. 23 is the width of the Arecibo message. Send into space in the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. The width. The width. I guess the, the bandwidth. Oh, okay. Of the message. Huh, okay. Crazy, right? That 23. Is crazy. Like, why? Just why? <laughs> <laughs> That's what 23 sounds like. <laughs> boop, 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 um, the Earth's axis is tilted approximately 23 degrees. Now that's cool. You like that? Yeah, I there do. There you are. That's right. I'm telling you, man, there's some crazy stuff going on with this number. <laughs> You're right. There's some crazy stuff. You're right. I know. Psalm 23. Can you can you tell the people what it is? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall, I shall not, not want. want. Yeah. He it, blah, 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 he go, blah. He led me blah, down blah. by the thing when I blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah. Valley yeah. of darkness, blah, blah. You know, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I needed to be sticky, did I not have syrup? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in Islam, the Quran is revealed in a total of, of 23 years to the Prophet Muhammad. Huh. 
right. 23 years. 23. Factoring in all the time. Yeah. Uh, the Principia Discordia, the sacred text of Discordianism, holds that 23 is one of the sacred numbers of Eris, goddess of discord. Huh. What do you think about <laughs> so that? So in Discordianism, <laughs> the goddess of discord uh-huh. is 23. Uh, yeah. Is represented by 23. So 23 is a discordant number. Discordant number. How about that? How do you but th- is it discordant in the context of Discordianism? <laughs> Isn't it kind of in accord? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I got lost a couple minutes ago. There was a time I used to think that you were bright. <laughs> but what do you think? I, it sounds to me like you would be, you would really embrace Discordianism. <laughs> it sounds right up your alley. You know what I mean? Like you can disagree with people all the time. You can you know, you tell them to fuck off. I, you know? I understand why you're saying what you're saying <laughs> right now. <laughs> Not that I'm immune to my contradictory behavior. <laughs> but I, I, I prefer there to be a chord. Okay. Good. I will say that. All right. Well, then fuck that. I, I create a chord by <laughs> discordance. Gotcha. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to work through it like directly. Yeah. Yeah. To I got to he- yeah, head on. Right. And sometimes there's a little chaos at first. Right. To find the harmony. That's right. Yeah. You got to work That's it out. That's what I'm saying. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I understand why you would say that. Okay. I am discordant at, <laughs> at times. times. At times. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. I guess we are. 23 is the name of Tristan Prettyman's debut album. All right. I bring it up only because I wanted to say Tristan Prettyman. I want to get that album. You do? I do. All right. I don't know what kind of music it is, but I like the name. I don't either. I mean, Tristan Prettyman sounds like he should be doing some, you know, trios with Wetterburn. Now you have it as a lady. Why? You said she. I did. Tristan. Tristan, he, right, man. I would think, but I thought you said she. I don't. I don't. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Okay. I have no idea. My my mistake. That's okay. But whoever they are, they should be doing trios with Wetterburn and Etherington. I mean that. Do you not want to see that? Of course I do. (laughs) Wetterburn, Etherington, and Prettyman. (laughs) A law firm and a folk trio. (laughs) I love it. I love it too. I love it. Yeah, give it to me. Put it in. I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. 23 is an album by a band called the Carbon Based Lifeforms. Oh, I don't know. It seems like an obvious band name, but I've never heard of them before. (laughs) It does. Right? It's It's like, of course, there's a band called Carbon Based Lifeforms. (laughs) Why have I never heard of you? Yeah, that's good. You must be terrible. (laughs) On the cover of the Beatles' 1969 album, Yellow Submarine, We All Live. Yeah. The number 23 is displayed on the chest of one of the Blue Meanies. Oh, how about that? Yeah. I wonder why. I have a little statue of Blue Meanie, but I don't Do know. You if really? it, yeah, I don't know if it has a 23 on it. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. I'll tell you why. There's a lot of crazy shit going on with 23. Yeah, and they knew that. They do. Yeah. They knew it all. They did. <laughs> the number 23 is used a lot throughout the visuals and music of the band The Gorillas, huh. which I had no idea about. I didn't either. Yeah. Here's an anecdote okay. about 23. You know William Burroughs? Yeah. Author of The Naked Lunch. Yeah. Right? Uh, according to Burroughs, he had known a certain Captain Clark around 1960 in Tangier who once bragged that he had been sailing for 23 years without incident. That very day, Clark's ship had an accident, killed him and everybody on board. Furthermore, while Burroughs was thinking about this crude example of the irony of the gods that evening, a bulletin on the radio announced the crash of an airliner in Florida. 
The pilot was another Captain Clark, and the flight was Flight 23. What? Whoa. Whoa. What? Mind equals blown. Right? That's crazy. I know. If you're Burroughs, an esteemed acid user, (laughs) I will remind everyone. If, but if you, how are you feeling if that goes down? You're like, life is a sham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. just saw through to the Matrix. That's right. Right? Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. That's bizarre. Yeah, that, that little anecdote gives me the willies. And that other guy, that guy 23 years at sea comes up to you. Captain Clark. Captain Clark. You're yeah. like, keep your distance, Captain. <laughs> You've been 23 years at sea. I know you're probably, yeah. you know, a little randy. Did you, you ever hear uh, t- telling a guy... Uh, uh, you're in the you're in the dugout. Guy's got a no 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 going. Will you go <laughs> right, talk right, right. to him about it? That's right. No, no you, don't, you don't bring it up. You leave him alone. You don't mention it. That's right. You're 23 years at sea, no incident. That's what you get. What are you announcing it for? That's right. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, fate's over here. Right. I'm over here. Whoa, sounds like you're due for an You've accident. You've forgotten about me for 23 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, pipe down, <laughs> Captain Clark. I bet the I bet the pilot, same deal. I bet he was trying to make with some stewardess. That's right. Is you know how many flights I've taken? You know, pretty clean record. <laughs> <laughs> pretty clean safety record. Very responsible. <laughs> Can be trusted. Do you want to join the Mile High Club? <laughs> the Mile High Club. Yeah. Um, member? <laughs> no. No? You? Uh, are we counting Ju- tug- tuggers? Junior member? Are we, are we counting tuggers? <laughs> okay. Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, I'm asking you. Yeah, I'll count then, it. Yeah, I guess I'm a member. So was the tugger in the row, like with the blanket? Or were you in the No, in the we were in separate room? rows. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, I'm then very well endowed. Then you're a member. <laughs> <laughs> you're quite the member. <laughs> no, obviously. This is seats next to each other. Okay, gotcha. Armrest up. Right. Yeah, yeah. Blanket. I can envision the rest. Akimbo. Yeah. The blanket. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can yeah. envision the rest. It's <laughs> <laughs> not unlike Ed Asner. <laughs> <laughs> 23 is a German film about Carl Koch. Okay. German hacker. Oh. 1980s. Oh. Called himself Hagbard. Hagbard. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I love he it. He was involved in some Cold War computing espionage. Oh, that's fun. Carl Koch. That sounds like an interesting movie. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Where's the Carl Koch doc? I don't know. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. I got to watch a German film? <laughs> Where's Oliver Stone on this? Come on. Let's go. We want to have a Coke and a smile. Sensationalize this shit for me. <laughs> yeah, Coke and a smile, right? <laughs> That's right. Love it. Uh, in Jeepers Creepers, a creeper appears every 23 years for 23 days to feast on human flesh. Oh, that's fun. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Never saw Jeepers Creepers. I never did either. Didn't know there was a creeper. It's it's interesting. Uh, I I thought the visuals were interesting because it's like he's like a scarecrow comes to life and like attacks people and stuff. It's pretty cool. Every 23 years for 23 days. Yeah. That's fun. It, it does look fun. They're like, uh, what are those bugs? C- oh, cicadas? C- cicadas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Only creepers. <laughs> Human Some people call cicadas creepers. creepers. Yeah. <laughs> Jeepers creepers. In the 1980s TV series Max Hedrum. Oh, yeah. Was set at Network 23. Oh, how about that? Right? Yeah. Did you like that? Did you like any of that stuff? No, I didn't watch Max Hedrum. I think anytime you turn a commercial into a TV series, it's not yeah. going to go well. No, it's uh, that's a thin premise. Right? Yeah. In The Big Lebowski. Oh, here we go. One of your favorites, one yeah. of mine. Yep. The main characters deliberately use only lane 23 at the bowling alley. Huh. They like them apples. That's fascinating. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I never noticed that before. Me neither. Huh. Some crazy business going on with 23, buddy. There really is. Yeah. 
Yeah, really weird. Um, in The Matrix Reloaded, the architect tells Neo it is of utmost importance to choose 23 people to repopulate Zion. Oh, my gosh. 23. That's weird. Right? Yeah. That's not random anymore. Because you would, if you were re- choosing people to repopulate something, you'd choose an even number. You would. Well. And 12, you know, like half every, would be men and half would be women. Everybody knows Etherington likes to watch. <laughs> so you throw him in. He's the odd man out, you know? Yeah, but Etherington aside, best, play, less, best plan would be to have an equal number of men and women. Best plan, probably. I guess. I guess. Yeah. It's hard to say. It, although in Doctor then Strange, then you take Love, in everybody's got to be cisgendered and hetero, right. and you know that maybe that shouldn't be the case. Who knows? In Doctor Strange, Love, they have the opinion that you should have way more women than men, so that the men can go around impregnating more than one woman at a sure. time, and then you repopulate this more is, quickly. This is from a guy, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, Peter Sellers, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, it should be me right. and uh, women. <laughs> um. So that's fun. That is fun. Yeah. Uh, the number 23 is a 2007 film starring Jim Carrey, which I never saw, but I know about. And apparently he goes a little, he gets a little crazy. Yeah, He's a little I obsessed this. with the number 23. Right, right. And it comes like a rabbit hole of, you know, 23s. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's the phrase 23 skidoo. Oh, yeah. Which people don't seem to know where that comes from or the origin of it or anything. Or what the hell a skidoo is. <laughs> <laughs> they called it a fad expression in some of my research when okay. I was like, I don't, it's a, it's so it's the slang word popularized in the 20th century refers to like, uh, leaving while the getting's good. I oh, guess. Is that what it stands for? Yeah. Yeah. Skidoo. Like I got the old 23 skidoo. I'm out of here. <laughs> right. Taking advantage of a proprietous opportunity. Ah, gotcha. I guess. 23 skidoo. skidoo. I, love it. I got my 23 skidoo and I got out of there. <laughs> So I don't know. That's a, but that's weird. That right. That's it's very weird. Strange. Yeah. Uh, the twenty-three in South Africa refers to the twenty-three conscientious objectors, objectors who publicly refused to do military service in the apartheid army in nineteen eighty-seven. All right, good for them. And our hats off to them. That's right. That was it. Was a bold move. Sure. X twenty-three is a character in the Marvel universe. Oh. <laughs> I don't know X twenty-three. I'm dying to hear more. Because no doubt there's going to be an X-23 movie well, before you come, know it. Come on. Come on. And then they'll just slap it on a lunchbox come and on. they'll put it on a thermos oh, and they'll, boy. they'll make toys out of it galore and there's just going to be a big money-making scheme <laughs> and then we're going to be oversaturated with X-23 until you want to vomit. We need a we need a You Stole My Childhood jingle. <laughs> uh, yeah, X-23. And yes, I'm with you on that. And while we're here, before I tell you who X-23 is, did you see the end game? Not yet, no. No, okay. We were, we were going to go see it together. That's right. Point. Have we you were. seen it yet? I have seen it. What? Yeah. You I, motherfucker. <laughs> I can't believe this. Well, we didn't I have can't. a pact or anything. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> That's what you said. I'm sorry. We'll look forward to that discussion a, after a, Bill sees it. A we courtesy have, text saying I'm must. going to see Endgame now. So if you want to go see it, you're free to do so. That is would have been, you know, I, pleasant. I, I, I do apologize. <laughs> that was rude of me. <laughs> It's abhorrent behavior. On How'd you like it? We should talk about it. Well, I don't okay. want to. I don't, don't want to spoil no anything spoilers? for you. Okay. Yeah, okay. my cool. reaction might even be a spoiler, and I don't want that to be okay. the case. Cool. Uh, but X twenty three is uh, the twenty third attempt to create a female genetic twin of Wolverine. Oh, she was actually in one of the X Men movies. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, oh, one of the ones that already exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, how about she? That? W- she was a peripheral character. Sure, in it, but. 
she they, probably appears and tries to kill Wolverine. They fought. She's got blades all over. Yeah, like, I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the soft drink Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. Flavored with a proprietary blend of 23 flavorings. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Isn't that great? That is hilarious. Yeah. Now, are you a pepper? No. You're not? No. Do you like Dr. Pepper? I never liked any sodas. Yeah. So I don't know. How, I don't even know what, what could the 23 flavorings be. That's insane to me. Yeah. It's, it's got a unique flavor. I'll give it that. You know, but it, I don't think it's good. Yeah, yeah. It's got a, you know, it's a different flavor. It's, you know, it's not a cola. It's a little kind of yeah. fruity and sweeter than a cola, but it's got a little darkness to it at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. Right. But I, it's not, I, I haven't had a Dr. Pepper in 40 years probably because I had. 40 years? Yeah, a long time. Because I've tasted it a long time ago. This, this isn't for me. And I'm you're not a soda a, guy. Yeah, I'm not a pepper. This is not for me. I'll stick to my, you know. To my colas, my root beers, whatever. Sure, 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 sure. So, how do you feel about a cream soda, Bill? Oh, I love a cream. You soda. love a cream soda. Sure, great. Yeah. Do you now? You prefer a birch or a root? Oh, that's a great question. Well, I I need an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I prefer depending on the birch. Yes. I think I prefer birch. There are levels of birch. That's right, and I don't like it. I like I prefer a creamy birch to a like a birch <laughs> a, a birchy birch. You know what I mean? Some of the birchies are really like a little too birchy for you. Yeah, they're a little burny. Well, you're you know, very you're very, you have a delicate you have a delicate palate palate. I do <laughs> it's absolutely. True. It's so true. I prefer a nice red creamy birch got it if i get that i'm um, i'm all over all, all over, over the birch yeah i love that but but barring that but i ain't kicking root beer out of my bed either root beer is a good go-to yeah, like root beer sure. barely ever lets you down that's right right yeah very very good all right well sweet yeah <laughs> i'm glad i know all that <laughs> hey soda drinkers what do you do about the feeling of your teeth being numb what do you how <laughs> why how do you deal with that i don't know how you deal with that your teeth get numb like i always from feel like soda? My, something's going on with my teeth huh yeah like I they've do. been coated in a gunk that i can't feel my own teeth through yeah 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 that, i mean that happens i mean you can feel them deteriorating in your mouth yeah i mean well that happens that happens i mean i just it, just, it grosses just, me out like i can't like i got a brush i can't i'm sure you've seen those videos online where they show putting a tooth in a coke in like a glass of coke and leaving it there for a few days or whatever <laughs> and what it does to the tooth yikes it's unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, spoiler alert there's very little tooth very left little at tooth the end left. Yeah. yeah it yeah. just is did the ass well, just eats away at off thing. a car man exactly yeah. you know like what do you what more do you need right <laughs> that's enough not putting it in that in the old cake hole no sir no sir put it on your car all day seems like a good idea right like a cheese cheap rust removal <laughs> that's right there's an episode of uh of top gear where they went to uh the south to like alabama the deep south alabama georgia and stuff and they they decorated each other's cars uh to be as offensive to people in the south as possible oh no yeah so they somebody like, just drove the general lee in there <laughs> Uh, no, the General Lee would have been would have been pleasant. Like people in Alabama, Georgia would have oh, been. They like, would oh, they would have loved. The of course, Lee. of course. So they wrote mistake. on things on their cars like "I love Hillary Clinton" Got it. and things like Got that. It. And then they had to each drive around in these cars that said things of that course. people in the South would despise. Right. And they got literally chased by like rednecks Yikes. and like their lives were in danger. So they pulled over the side of the road to try to wash the paints that they put on their car off right these things these slogans sure, they painted. Yeah. and they didn't have any like cleaning supplies so they just used coke yeah <laughs> yeah and sure enough come right off came right off yeah <laughs> that's coca-cola for you there you go uh we're moving into the old sports realm we're wrapping up this 23 numerology segment Okey-dokey. right 
You're David Bex Beckham. Warren <laughs> wears 23. There you go. Right? I can't believe he wasn't a 10. It's surprising. I think me. maybe just when he came to the galaxy. Oh, okay. Maybe. Could be. Sure. Uh, one of my favorite all-time players. I'm not going to lie. He, he played for the Evil Empire, but oh. Donnie Baseball. Oh, sure. I love Don Mattingly yeah. so much. He was a classic, like uh, a classic. Just right. He was like out of the out of the wrong, you know, decade. Exactly. Playing baseball. Yeah, yeah. love that guy. I, not so great these days, from what I hear. <laughs> he's not. He's not doing so great. Um, Frank Gore. I was always a huge fan of him. Oh yeah, the way he ran the football. Still running the football at his age. Unbelievable. Really That's is. unbelievable. That is unbelievable. And and the way he runs it to be still running it is it's, like yeah yeah. Some people are genetically superior. That's I think. right. That's right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that that. I mean, he's got the name for it, right? I mean, who's gonna mess with a guy named Frank Gore? Frank Gore. It's I mean, a good football on. name. Yeah, it'll run you over before he looks at you. It's a good football name. Yeah. Ryan Rhino Sandberg. Hey, Chicago darling. There you go. 23. Former manager of my Philadelphia Phillies. That's right. Yeah. Rhino. Rhino. Yeah. Uh, David Justice. Oh, there you sweet go. Sweet swinging Davy J. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yep. Had a sweet stroke. He did. He was good. Yeah. Louis Tiant. Oh. Want to throw Louis a bone there. Yeah. Fantastic pitcher. Will the Thrill Clark. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Remember yeah, Will yeah. the Thrill? Of course. Right? Yeah. Slap hitting all over the joint. That's right. I Boom, I'm over here. I'm over there. You don't know where to play me. <laughs> you can't line up on me. That's right. No shifting on you Will Clark. You can't shade defenses on me. No, no, no. No, he, yeah. Yeah, he was good. He huh? was good. I remember him during that, uh, the, the earthquake. Remember there was the earthquake when they were having the For series sure. between For the, sure. the A's and the Giants in yeah. the World Series or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And I remember him like, they had footage of him during the earthquake, like walking around like, what's going on? You right. Know, whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Will the thrill. Yeah. He was Love good. it. Apparently, his um, answering machine message read or or sang the song "The Thrill Is Gone." Is that right? Isn't that fun? <laughs> <laughs> That's genius. Isn't that fun? That's fantastic. Yeah, he had well a little done. sense of humor he about did. it. Well done, Will. Um, Kirk the Fist Pumper Gibson, oh. <laughs> twenty-three. Remember old Kirk sure. Gibbs limping around the limping bases, limping around the yeah, bases, yeah. playing that moment for all it was worth. That's right. I loved it. That was good. I was on board. Yeah, I thought it was great. It was. And the great Bobby Bonilla. Oh, Bobby Bonilla. Bobby sure. Bonds. Yeah. Barry Bonds. Bobby Bonilla. Remember? That's right, remember yeah. those? Of course. Pirate teams. Yeah, they were good. They were good. And Bobby Bonilla really faded compared to Barry Bonds. Well, who you know? Yeah. Went on to to juice up <laughs> hundreds of home Shoot runs, steroids into his arm, <laughs> and Bobby Bonilla didn't. And Did, didn't probably have quite didn't. as good yeah. a career. Yeah, yeah. interestingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not here to talk about the past. <laughs> fuck you, Mark McGuire. I know I'm like four years late on this, but fuck you, man. Yeah, that. I mean, that I'm whole. I'm not here to talk about the past. <laughs> Son of a bitch! All those guys who juiced. It was just yeah, gross. Uh, yeah. Ugh. So on to my beloved association where there's only recreational drug use. <laughs> and it's on the verge of being uh, approved yeah. for recreational, yes. which is great. Marijuana legislation is sweeping the nation. That's right. I love it. Yeah. 230 players have worn the number 23 in a shocking development. Only that, 230. That is shocking. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I don't know. Did I thought Jordan would have made that the most worn number? Although after but maybe he what wore he did it, was yeah, make he, it a number nobody wanted. He claimed it, yeah. and then no one else wants to touch it yeah. because you can't live up to Unless it. Unless you're LeBron, right? Of I course, guess, yeah. You know, you gotta have a big ego to take on that number. And I always thought Kobe's twenty-four was like, I'm one, going one, one better. One, yeah, one yeah, better. Yeah, 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 I get it. Okay. 
Um, so a reaction to, to Jordan's number is still kind of the same thing. But, yeah. Um, but there's some great players that wore number 23 over the years, not just Jordan. Mark, I'm on fire, Aguirre. Ah. Right? Yeah. Low post phenom. He was great. Um, Jimmy, I'll never win a championship. Butler wears 23. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, please don't give him a max contract Butler. Is what I like to call it. Because him. he'll never win a championship. That's right. I don't know. I don't. He rubs me the wrong way. There's something about him. Really? Something just doesn't he seem seems right like about Jimmy. He's kind of guy, buckets. though. He's like like a Marcus Smart sort of you know guy. Yeah, kind of similar. Jimmy Smart over Butler all day. I know, but but he seems in the same vein. I don't know. Jimmy Butler goes away for for spots. Yeah. Marcus Smart is locked the fuck in, baby. <laughs> How dare you? I won't even listen to this. <laughs> you pay Marcus Smart the max contract. And I am on board. <laughs> Uh, Joe Jellybean Bryant. Oh, Kobe's wow. dad. Yeah. Um, Marcus the Pipe Cleaner can be. Oh, Marcus can be. Remember Marcus can Sure. Out of Love UMass. It. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. UMass, dominant at UMass. Yeah, he was. Cedric Sabalos. Hey, he was fun for the uh, for the Phoenix Suns Phoenix back Suns, in the day. Staying in the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Tyrone Ty Corbin also wore number hey, two. Hey, come on. Ty Corbin. Fun. You know, these like fun guys. There was a fella in 1952 who played for the Celtics. He played 45 games only, Bill. He scored two points. He had one assist. He had a 29.4% field goal range, field goal percentage. Now, why do I bring him up? I don't know. His name was Dick Dickey. <laughs> That's why I bring him up. Well done. Dick Dickey. Oh, I love Dick Dickey. Yeah. That's the how best. great is that? That's amazing. Can you just see him like coming in high for a handshake? Hey, how you doing, Dick? Dick Dicky, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Dick Dick. Oh Dickie. my God, my my whole day is made <laughs> if he does that to me. Right? I'm like this guy's Dick Dicky. <laughs> I love it. That's pretty awesome. Isn't that great? That's amazing. Thank, it, it thank is, you for appreciating. It me. does bring up the question of how if your name was Dick Dicky, like how would how. Would you go about being wanting people to refer to you? Would you want to be Dick Dickey? Dick Dickey. Or would you want to be Richard Dickey? No. Or Rick? No. Why would Rick? I run away from Dick Dickey? <laughs> Rick Dickey? I run to the open arms of Dick Dickey. <laughs> and I embrace it for the rest of my life. I, Dick, I, and I would I would prefer that people called me by the full name. Dick Dickey. Not sure. just Dick. Yeah, Dick Dickey. Like Dick Dickey. <laughs> you would get t-shirts made and say, hi, for my sure. name my, is Dick My Dickey. name is Dick Dickey. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I might get that T-shirt anyway. <laughs> That's good stuff. It's pretty great. Alex English. Oh, he was good, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Boo Boo Ellis. Boo Boo Ellis. <laughs> Who's Boo Boo Ellis? How are you so incredulous? Well, I don't know Boo Boo. Oh, and there's two hundred thirty guys who are twenty three. You're not gonna know them all. <laughs> Boo Boo Ellis. Hey, boo-boo. Future uh, Celtic boo-boo. Anthony Davis. Hey, boo-boo. Where's number 23? Hey, boo-boo. Hey, boo-boo. I think I see a picnic basket. Ellis. Boo-boo put, Ellis. Put the ball in the picnic basket. <laughs> hey, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> hey, boo-boo. I like it. I've got a higher shooting percentage than the average player. Good one. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your list. No, it's totally fine. Who is the next guy? Anthony Davis. Oh, Anthony Davis. Yeah. The unibrow. AD. Yeah. The brow himself. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Draymond Day Day Green. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron. Sure. Steve Snapper Jones. Hey, that's fun. Remember Snapper when he used to call games and stuff? And he still does, to, I does think. Does he? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Steve Snapper Jones. Yeah, Snapper. The lispiest play-by-play guy you ever heard. <laughs> he's great. No, I do love Snapper. Yeah, he's he great. He had a good insight. He did. He's a heck of a, have a, heck of a caller of the game. Um, 
Michael and Reggie Jordan. <laughs> Both oh. wore 23. All right, fun. I just wanted to pair Michael with Way somebody. Way to go, Reggie. Yeah. Uh, Wes Matthews. Oh, okay. Calvin Murphy. Oh, nice. Yusef Nurkic. Oh, wow. Okay. Wait, yeah? Yeah. You, you Nurkic guy? I think he's good. Yeah. I think, <laughs> and I think, I think Portland might have gone even further in the playoffs if they had had him. Yeah, for sure. I agree with you. He's quite good. He yeah. rounds out that squad exactly. very well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like Nurkic. Yeah, that one game where Myers Leonard went crazy and yeah, scored yeah, like yeah. 27 points yeah. is, is kind of like he was – that was the one night he performed in a Nurkic-like <laughs> right. manner. You know in a I mean? Nurkician fashion. That's right. So yeah. if they had had more Nurkic nights like that, then hey, it's a Nurkic hey. night. <laughs> Make tonight a Nurkic night. 300 pounds and all night magnets. <laughs> <laughs> Yusef Nurkic. Oh, yeah. I love it. Nurkic at night. That's the best. That's good. Uh, you might remember a fellow by the name of Olden Polonese. Oh, how could I forget Olden Polonese? You couldn't. No. A fellow by the name of Skeeter Swift played for the Pittsburgh Condors in War Number 23. His name was Skeeter Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that name was Skeeter Swift. <laughs> that's nice. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, that's great. Wayman Heyman Tisdale. Oh, remember okay. Wayman? Of course, the great jazz bass player Wayman Tisdale. That's right. I <laughs> forgot he also <laughs> slapped a bass yeah, he man. Did. He did. Yeah. Too. yeah. Freddie Van Vliet. Oh, sure. You like Freddie? Not really. <laughs> You'd like him if he was a Sixer, though, no? I guess you know he's. You're lukewarm on yeah, Van I'm lukewarm Vliet. On That's Van surprising Vliet. to me. Yeah. You like T.J. McConnell? Uh huh. You don't like Freddie Van Vliet. Yeah, they're very similar. They, that's what I'm saying. That's what. I that's mean, why I did that when you just said now. when you said if he were a Sixer, that's why I thought in my head I was like, well, which one would I rather have, T.J. or Van? Vliet? You'd rather have Van Vliet. I guess because he can hit the three, I think I'd rather have him. That Vliet. much better shooter. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Von Wafer. Von Wafer. Von <laughs> Communion Wafer. You don't mean. That's what I call him. He was good friends with Vin Baker, <laughs> I think. Von Wafer. The slam dunk maker? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Huh. <laughs> Former Corral member. Von Vin Baker. Wafer. Von Wafer. You don't remember Von I Wafer? I don't remember Von Wafer. Oh, Von Wafer was a pretty good player. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I don't remember him. All right. Well, look him up. I will. Attention must be paid <laughs> to Von Wafer. Dion Waiters. Oh, sure. Bill Weddington. Oh, there you Remember go. Remember the great Bill Weddington? From the Bulls, sure. That's right. Sleep, sweet Lou Williams. Oh, yeah. And last but not least, Meta World Peace. Oh, Meta. Oh, Meta. Oh, boy. You scamp, you. <laughs> Always getting into trouble. Just getting into dust-ups all the time. Now what's he doing? Oh, Meta. Meta, get out of the crowd. It's in your name, Meta. <laughs> World peace. <laughs> Start with the man in the mirror. <laughs> and that's it. That's great. That's our 23, but Oh, that was fun. Yeah, it was. It really was. Yeah, 23. Crazy stuff going on. There. That is. I never knew it was I'm such gonna, a magical, mystical I'm number I'm going to do that. some more deep diving into that. Are you? Yeah, I okay, am. Okay, good. And if you know if you come up with anything, just bring it back to us. Okay, for twenty, we'll do. Yeah, yeah, great. The, yeah, great. Yeah, great. yeah. It's, it's well, a, of course. Then where else am I bringing it? I don't know. I have nowhere else to bring things. <laughs> I bring everything here. Oh, good. Well, that's where we want it, right here. Yeah. All right, then you know what it's time for. I do. I know what it's time for. I can't wait. Here it is.
All right. This week, uh, we're catching up with your old friend, Balin. (laughs) (laughs) That jingle is the best thing ever. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. All right. Uh, Catching up with Balin. With Balin. I'm back in. Here I am. And the last time, (laughs) when last time we saw him, he and Malone were talking about the Wisconsin way of getting moss. That's right. Malone was teaching him the best way to go and get moss. Cheese-based. That's right. Cheese, a cheese-based strategy. A cheese-based strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And uh, they set off on the road to find moss. And that's, that's what we know, I guess, at this point. Okay. Let's see where they're at. All right. Well, what is it the man says? I got a good news, bad news situation here, Malone. Which one do you want first? Surprise me. All right. The good news is they have a room. Splendid. Then you've done your job, Mr. Balin. When your shift is over, you go to bed. Let's go. Don't you want to hear the bad news? Thank you, no. <clears throat> they have one room for the both of us. You mean one room for the each of us? No. If I meant that, I would have said that. They have one room. We have to share it. Well, that's not the end of the world, is it, Mr. Poopy Pants? I'll take one bed, you take the other. I'll even give you the bed closer to the bathroom. No, you won't. Oh, well, that's very sensitive of you, Mr. Balin, looking out for me in my unusually small bladder. Ugh. No. I mean, the room's only got one bed. Okay. Uh, then let's go to another motel. There's no other motel within 200 miles of this dump. And I can't drive anymore. I'm exhausted. And I have a roast beef hangover. Well, Mr. Balin, what are you prepared to do? I'll tell you what I'm not prepared to do. And that's spend the night in a goddamn twin bed with the likes of you. You could always sleep in the bathtub or in the car. I'm not doing that either. I'm tired. I've been driving all day. I need sleep. Well, someone's going to have to compromise. Well, I don't hear you offering to sleep on the floor. I'm strictly a bedman, Mr. Balin. You know this. And I'm strictly going to kick your ass. Let's cut the wolfing, pal. You get in that bed with me or you're going to the hospital with a fucking morgue. God damn it. Listen, if you walk through that door now, you're walking into a world of trouble. You understand? Yeah. And by trouble, I mean sleep apnea and persistent curly fry flatulence. Oh, Christ. One last question, Mr. Balin. Do you prefer to be the big spoon or the little spoon? Get in the goddamn spoon. (laughs) Wow. Balin. That's quite an image to close on. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> he can't wait. He seems resistant at first. He and does. Then he, but then he's like, let's let's go. <laughs> I mean, they really have no choice, I guess, when you look they at it. They don't. They don't. They're, they're going to spoon at some point. <laughs> I mean, That's true. You, you almost knew it from the first moment they met. Yeah. I mean, two guys going on the road together, you know, something, one look, thing leads to another. Look, you know? it's lonely on the road. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I mean. <laughs> All right, let's jump it up to jump the it top. Up. Get it, get it on up there. All right, so crank it up. We, we see. Dial it up. I'm trying. Throw it in. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> hey, boo boo, boo 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 boo. Going to the top of the minute. Hey, Dick Dicky, how you doing? Good to meet you. 
<laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. What was, what was that name again? Dick Dicky. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. In a few minutes, I'll be able to hear you say it and not laugh at you. I don't think ever. <laughs> you think ever? You think people really? just laugh in his face when he says Dick Dicky? No, I think Dick Dicky commands respect. <laughs> That's what I think. I mean, you have to, if you go through life calling yourself Dick Dicky, right? You're gonna have to be the kind of guy who <laughs> can do that. Not everybody can get away with that. I bet if he, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I bet if he did say ever speak at a fifth grade assembly, that was rough. <laughs> that was probably rough for Dick Dicky, <laughs> right? Totally. Like, it's my worst fear. <laughs> Sixth graders, and they're gonna announce me. <laughs> You're right. That's the worst. You're right. right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. How did he ever get through the sixth grade? I do, that's another thing, right? Yeah. As a sixth grader himself. That's right. Himself. Well he, <laughs> well, he was a basketball player, so he might have been very big. That's right. For his age. Yeah. So he could have could have been just like yeah, or just uh, someone you didn't want to fuck with. That's right. You know. Yeah. Anyway, old Dick Dicky. Good old Dick Dicky. All right, we're back to the top. Back at the top. So we see. Uh, uh, Malone outside of this motel. He's leaning, so sitting on Balin's car. You know, that's a roadside sort of motel, the kind where like the doors are on the outside. You right. go in, they're right you, there. The room is right, right there. Yeah, the, the parking stuff. spot and yeah. the door. That's right. Yeah, and 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 we see Balin in the uh, in the like welcoming area, right. talking to the front desk, talking clerk. through the office to the window, through there. the window. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he comes back out to Malone, who's been waiting. Right. And Malone hits him with, well, what is it the man says? Yeah. Which is familiar from uh, the Untouchables For movie. sure. For yeah. sure. We've definitely heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It is good. And uh, Balin says he's got a good news, bad news situation. That's right. And which one does Malone want first? That's right. Good or bad. It's nice of him to give him the option. When you're in that situation, do you prefer the bad news first or the good news first? I always go bad news first. Yeah. Always. Sure. Always. It makes sense. It's not even... Don't even ask me the question. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> now the and now the real bad news is that I have a choice to make. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Just tell me both news. <laughs> right? And couldn't couldn't it be that one man's bad news is another man's good news? Could be. So Could be. You know, probably rare. Yeah. But could be. Yeah. For sure. So Yeah. Who's to say what kind of news is good yeah, or yeah, bad like, say, to someone? Let's say there's two fellas. This is one guy news. has a crush on. The, well, do do something well, about I'm it. Trying. <laughs> somebody get somebody. Well, someone <laughs> please get this cat off my microphone. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, and we are free. We <laughs> that's that's my boy, One-Eyed Willie. He's our mascot. He just he came is. to say hi. He did. He jumped right up here. He did. He'll often sleep on this table when it's not in use. So, uh, in a way, okay. we're, we're on his turn. We've taken yeah. his table and turned his bed and turned it into a recording studio. That's right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> that was cold and heartless of us. Well, it's the only option. Okay. Well, you were saying. You were saying. What was I saying? You were saying you were giving an example of good news, bad news, and how it could oh, be yeah. both. Right. Uh, <laughs> two guys at work. One guy. Has a crush on the other guy's wife. Oh, there you go. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Other guy comes to the first guy. They're friends. They're talking in the break room. Right. Joni's leaving me. Ah. ah. See? One man's bad news. There you go. Another man's, another man's good, good news. news. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Could happen. It could definitely happen. Probably happens all the time. It does. Yeah. But not in this case. No. <laughs> Certainly not. So, uh, 
Malone is like, surprise me. Uh, to which Balin says, all right, you're going to get the what good happened? news. He gives him the good he news. I had to look at, the, <laughs> look at the script to remind myself Fair enough. what had happened. Fair enough. Uh, so the good news is the motel has a room for them to sleep in for the night. That's great. Yeah. Right? Uh, and Malone says, hey, well done. You've, you've gotten us a room. Your job's done. Let's go to bed. Right. And Balin says, well, but don't you want to hear the bad news? And Malone says... Thank you, no. Thank you, no. And I really thought he was going to say, the bad news is you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. That's a good one. That's Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then he then he's, he gives me the thank you, no. The thank you, no. Yeah. yeah. Which is also satisfying. It really is. Right? Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, go right to the source on that. That's right. Um, and it turns out that the motel only has one room. Right. And Balance has one room for the both of us. Yeah. And Malone just wants to clarify. You mean there's two? There's a one room for you and one yeah. room for me. I felt right? like I feel like Malone and Ricky Roma went to the same school <laughs> to understand how numbers work. <laughs> right. I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> so you mean one room then for both of us? He does, he just doesn't get it. They, they, they have one, <laughs> two rooms, so they would have elapsed. <laughs> They would have been occupied. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, he just no, he, you, no, you don't count the vacancies. <laughs> I'm, you don't count them. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't count the janitor's closet. <laughs> I'm I, not. I'm not counting. Counting. It. <laughs> uh, so they uh, Malone says you got one room for each of us, and then Balin clarifies, no, if mm. I meant that, I would have said that, right. Getting a little testy. He's there. testy. He's tired. Yeah. He's, That's he's right. fatigued. Yeah, for he's sure. Cranky. It's a late night. He's got his cranky pants on. That's right. <laughs> and he clarifies they have one room and they're going to have to share the room. Right. To which Malone says, "Well, that's, that's no, fine. It's no big deal. Yeah, we each get a bed, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Mister right. Poopy calls him Mister Poopy. He does call him Mister Poopy Pants. <laughs> you know. I mean, yeah. Okay. He's also tired. <laughs> yeah. That's right. He's not getting the A material out at <laughs> this hour of the evening. Uh. Yeah, he's usually got a real nugget of uh, yes. folksy wisdom. That's right. That's but right. that, not this time. It just goes right went, to, went poopy, to pants. poopy pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you would have thought he would say something about getting the bed off the tree <laughs> instead of out of the barrel or something like something. that. But yeah. no, no, poopy pants right. is all we get. Yeah. Well, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so he says, that's okay. There's two beds in the room. You, you take the one bed. I'll take the other bed. Boom, boom. I'll even give you the one closer to the bathroom. Which is nice because when you're in a hotel room and you have two beds, that's always like a discussion you have to have when you're sharing a room with somebody. Now tell right? me like, why. I've never had that. You've never had that? No. Well, maybe it's just me. I, I always go one by the window uh-huh. is the is the king. The preferred room? For bed? me. Oh. Which is typically further away from the bathroom. Correct. Right. Well, my when uh, I share a, a hotel room with my wife when we travel together, she always gets the one closer to the bathroom because... She has to go to the bathroom in the night, and I never do. You I guys never... don't sleep in the same bed? Well, yeah, we do. But if, if there was a chance where, okay, same bed, she gets the side. <laughs> Are you Mr. Roper? <laughs> Are you fucking making sandwiches? <laughs> You're like, Stanley. which bed do you want, honey? <laughs> Stanley, if we sleep in separate beds, we can't have sex. <laughs> Bill turns no. to the camera. <laughs> I, no. You have slept in separate beds in hotel rooms? It has happened. But I mean, if we are choosing sides of the bed. I'm let's not say. judging. Like, no, I'm sure it's a better night's sleep. Uh, it's, I don't know why that has happened, but I feel like it has happened. Yeah, I know why it's happened. 
<laughs> but if sad, we're choosing sides of the bed, even she right, gets okay. the side closer to the back. Got it. Got it. So that she can more Makes easily sense. get there because she has to. You know, she might go during the night, but I never do. You so. never go during the night. No, you you're know like, me. And you're my a bladder. camel. Yeah, you yeah, know about it's me. It's crazy. You know about me. It's unhealthy. Well, no, it's not. It really is. It's not. No, you shouldn't be maintaining that level of waste in your system. I'm not. Main, I'm not maintaining it. When I have to go, I go. I just don't have to go that often. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's an unhealthy amount that you don't go. <laughs> I think it's normal. No, it's not normal. There's it an enlargement. Normal. There's a. There's no. some kind of. <laughs> no, that would make me have to go more. If I had some sort of enlargement. There's some kind of something. There's a blockage. There's a... Look, I, the jealousy is gross. There's it does no not appeal. There's no jealousy. It's not appealing. I'm happy to pee when I pee. I love it. <laughs> it's the fun. It's fun. It's like 30, 30 seconds just for me. There's no one in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting relief. I love it. I feel sorry for you. Guy doesn't get to pee. Guy never saw the natural, and he doesn't get to pee as much as he should. That's uh, well. Half of that is true. I've never seen the natural. And you should be peeing more. I'm on the pro urination tip here, buddy. Okay, just give me a minute. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. There we go. Yeah. That's nice. It's warm, and then it's not. (laughs) Then it gets cold. (laughs) And then the shame comes. (laughs) The warm is actually nice. (laughs) And then comes the shame. In episode twenty (laughs) four. comes part two destroying the evidence <laughs> okay uh so balen says no you're not going to give me the bath the bed closer to the bathroom and so malone says hey that's so nice of you looking out for me in my unusually small bladder yeah, that's not what he meant though no yeah he means that there's only one room, there is only one, one, bed, one bed just one bed so malone's like well let's just go to another motel why should we stay here that's stupid right well, yeah Apparently, they were at this one for a reason. That's right. It's yeah. the only one. The only one. It's the only one. Yeah. And Balin's too tired. It's the only one around for miles. 200 miles. That's a, that's a two-hour-plus drive. Forget about it. And it's probably like 2 o'clock in the morning that they stopped. He's already tired and stopped, and there's a room. That's right. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And not to mention, Balin has a roast beef hangover. Right. And uh, we Maybe you can tell the folks what that is. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You don't eat roast beef. I have not for not for well over a decade. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can. I think you do get sort of when you have more than one Arby's roast beef sandwich. <laughs> there's sort of a fog that comes over one. And it sort of fills the brain with the whatever the something about the slicing of the meat. I don't know what it is, but it. Uh, but you've been there. You've yeah. had a little too much roast beef. Yeah, and you get this. It's almost like when you have turkey and you get that sleepy thing. Sure. You know, it's similar with the roast beef. Yeah, so like the tryptophan. Yeah. It's it's probably not tryptophan, but whatever it is that's in the roast beef, you know, it gives you that little bit of sleepiness. Okay. It's like uh, it's like C B D. It relaxes you. Sure it is. You want to sleep. Sure it is. (laughs) (laughs) Sure it is. It's like P D (laughs) B? I don't know. I don't know. It's like something. But you know, it's a it's rare the roast beef hangover, but I could see it happening. You and you you get it after two Arby's roast beef sandwiches. I'm a lightweight. I'm not like Balin, who goes there all the time. You know, I I don't. I'm not often going to yeah, Arby's. Right. So my resistance is low. So I can only do like you two. can only put away a couple. Yeah, exactly. and then it's, even then that it's feels like, a little woozy. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, right. what have I done? Right. That was a mistake. Yeah. Here it comes. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Well, buddy, get some more in you. I'll try. Really build up that tolerance. <laughs> 
I'll do my best. Solid work. <laughs> so then Malone asks Balin, what are you prepared to do? He does. The classic. Which is like, it would, it would get old. The you guy so? always <laughs> asking you what you're prepared to do. Like, I don't know yet, man. I mean, you're pushing me to the limits. <laughs> Especially on this evening, because right. he's, already he's already tired, and he's got a hangover thing, and yeah. he's, he's, he just wants to go to bed. He has his cranky pants pulled all the way up. <laughs> it's a high right. level of cranky. That's right. And Malone just keeps pushing him. Yeah. Yeah. He's just pushing his buttons. It's interesting. This is sort of a correlating scene to what we saw with Dave and Dana. Oh, when when Dana yeah. was annoying Dave in the middle of the night, wouldn't let him get to sleep That's and all right. that kind of stuff. That's right. And here we see what Balin's going through at night. Right. Going to these motels with Malone. He's clearly not a very good roommate. No. You know, you don't want to have to share a room with him. He's That's keep right. asking you what you're prepared to do. What you, well, all the time with this. It, all the time. Exactly. So it's uh, it, uh, to me that these two scenes sort of go together a little bit. Yeah. When I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, can see that. Yeah. Totally, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. The two, the two, the two um, adversaries and what they're going through on their journey to to what may be a confrontation the, and, eventually. And what seems like an inevitable confrontation. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are on yeah. roads that that lead to one point. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Conflict. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be exciting. It is. All right. So then, uh, uh, Balin says, "Well, I'll tell you what. I'm not prepared to do, and that's to share a." Uh, a twin size bed with the likes of you. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Right? I mean, Balin, as we know, is a pretty big guy. Yeah. And, you know, a twin bed is small. Yeah. And so, I like how he pokes Malone yeah. there. He's not with his finger right in the yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. That is good. It's great. Very Balin. <laughs> it, it, it's also sort of reminiscent of the scene in uh, in The Untouchables when he says, when the cop says to him, look at you and your soft, sh- right. your soft clothes right. and your... And your federal stooge. Where are you off to? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love that. Who, who is that actor? He's phenomenal. He was great in that. He's, yeah. But I've, we've, I've seen him in a million things. I, I can't think of another thing I've ever seen him in. For real? Yeah. But he's, like he's I've, great. I mean, I think even like Mikhail's Navy episodes. Like that dude's <laughs> been doing it for fucking ever. I'm sure he has. But I can't, I can't pick him out in anything else. But boy, he's really good. Well, we're about to have some fun. Okay, good. Because we're going to figure out who that was. <laughs> and see what else he might have been. And in. then we're going to cast him. Oh. <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun. I didn't think we were having that much fun. Yeah. We're going to have a lot of fun. But finding <laughs> that guy is going to be not easy. Well, he should be in the cast list of the movie, right? did <laughs> I mean, that, but there's a lot of people. Sure. You know? Yeah. But he was, you know, chief whatever. Police chief so-and-so. Chief O'Brady, Chief O'Brien, Chief O'Grady, Chief Hannigan, <laughs> Chief O'Reilly, Chief, Chief Magruder. O'Hallahan. Chief O'Hallahan. <laughs> oh, see, what there's a guy here. What do you think? There's a guy here credited as, uh, is this him? Peter Alward. But there's no picture. What? But he played Lieutenant Anderson. Lieutenant It could Anderson. have been Lieutenant Anderson. Oh, my God. I'm going to keep looking. We're going we're gonna to have to double Google this, I think. Oh, yeah? Gonna You're going to get in on it, too? I'm, yeah, I'm going to just, just see who Lieutenant Anderson was to see if, uh, if I can. Lieutenant Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Those look like comfortable shoes. <laughs> 
Okay, when I when I Google Lieutenant Anderson in the Untouchables, yeah, I get a picture of George Stone and Jim Malone. Oh, that's so that's helpful. Neither of them. Thank you so much. Well, I've taken us down a terrible, terrible road. That's okay. And it would have been really fun. We can, but we can move on. But there's Peter Alward. You're right. As why has he got no picture? I don't know. And I feel like if he's the guy I thought he was, he would have a picture. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Right? Yeah. This is crazy. It is this crazy. Is, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. All right, come on. Richard. No, here he is. Richard Bradford as Mike. Isn't that him? Wait, what? Richard Bradford as Mike. Is that him? I think that's him. I don't see no Mike. How far down the list are you? Not, not far at all. <laughs> oh, there it is. He's very close to the top. Oh, that's him? That's yeah. totally him. There he is. Richard Bradford. He's, he's passed away, sadly. We lost him. Yeah, we did. In 2016. But now we know that his name, of course, his name is Mike. I remember that when he says, listen, Mike, you know, blah, blah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Richard Bradford. R- there it is. All right. And now we get to cast Richard, Richard Bradford. Richard Bradford. <laughs> guy's had a storied career lay it on us going back to 1966 oh wow storied give us the high was there anything several episodes of kojak (laughs) (laughs) uh the great film the legend of billy jean is that a great film it's one of my all-time favorite kid movies yeah are you he was kidding? in the Milagro Beanfield War. He was, right? I've never seen it, but I've heard it's very good. Took a serious turn in that one. Sure. I'd like to see that. Yeah. You should see it. I would like to. Do yourself a favor. Yeah. And see the goddamn natural. It's a, well, both of them are on like my list. And oddly enough, Robert Redford is involved in both of he them. He is, yeah. So I've clearly got some dark spots in my Robert Redford I I still, history. I still can't believe it. I know. I can't believe you've never seen The Natural. I know. It's crazy. But that I told you, that like sometimes it's on you, and it's already started and I don't want to watch it from the middle. I want to see every frame. I understand. So I skip it. But it's not impossible. You're making it seem like it's impo- like the only way you can see it is if you happen to catch it at the beginning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, missed it again. <laughs> Shit. Strike three. Yeah. No way I can see this any other way than just hoping I catch it. <laughs> Why are you making it seem like that? I don't know. You could make a choice to sit down and watch The Natural. Yeah, I have to seek it Today's out. Today's day and age. That's right. Easy peasy. Right. I do. I do have to watch it. Right? You're right. Yeah. You're two ninety nine and you're watching The Natural. <laughs> Let's, go. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Okay. Jesus. I'll do my best. It's always everyone else's fault. The programming is yeah, it's never aligned with my schedule. Just fucking put it on. You do the program. God damn it. <laughs> In 1982, 1992, he was in something called Dr. Giggles. <laughs> Who did he play in Dr. Giggles? Officer Hank Magruder. Hank Magruder. That's pretty good. I bet he. I bet cop is 80% of these roles. Yeah, it's it sure seems like you know, it. Here's another one, Police Chief Eli Tyratine. And Lieutenant Bream right above yeah, that. There you go. Right? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. He was often a, a cop of some sort. He was indeed. Captain Foley. There he is again. Captain Foley. Yeah. All right, well, where are we going to put him? Where do we put him? Balin. <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. You do? Yeah. Great. Because he is a tough guy. He he's is pretty a t- tough. Perfect. In the Untouchables. Yeah. yeah. He's perfect and for And he plays a cop. 
That's right. I yeah. love that. Him and Jude. Yeah, he always plays a cop. Cop guys. It's fantastic. Yeah, they have cop faces. I'm going to want to talk to you. No, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's so good. That is good. Yeah. What's your name? Get in a goddamn room. <laughs> I love it. That's nice. Yeah. Michael Balin. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. We nailed it. Yeah, perfect. We are getting so good at this. I know. It's like we it, don't even have to have debate anymore. That's right. We're just there. It's we're in the zone. We're fucking we're vibing. I love it. That's great. All right then. So uh back to the scene. Balin's poking him saying, you know what I'm prepared. No, not I'm to not do. prepared to right, do exactly. Yeah. And uh then Malone says, Well, you could sleep in the bathtub or in the car. Right. And Balin's like, No, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm tired. I've been driving all day. All fucking day. I need sleep. I yeah. mean, Malone doesn't do any of the driving. No. Clearly. He's senile old coot. <laughs> Just sits Calling there. people poopy pants. <laughs> I imagine it's kind of like the scene in Fargo where, you know, Steve Buscemi is driving. I do all the fucking driving. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't do any yeah. of the driving. That's a great <laughs> scene. <laughs> Except it would be reversed that Balin would be the quiet one and Malone would just, just be talking, yammering, yammering the whole yeah. time. You know what you do when you need to get warm is you stamp your feet. <laughs> Learn to some things being on the beach, don't you know? You know, all that kind of shit. Okay, pal, why the fuzzy dice? <laughs> what the fuck? Would you shut up for five seconds? <laughs> I don't need any of your fucking Irish wisdom right now. I'm driving. It doesn't matter that the horse is blind. Just load the cart. Do you know what I'm saying, boy? <laughs> what the hell? Five seconds of peace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he's, he's gotta be yeah I'm, and yeah Balin just wants him to shut the fuck up that's right get in the goddamn room <laughs> let's get some shut eye that's right so uh, uh, Malone says okay well somebody's gonna have to compromise here that's right and Balin wisely says well I don't hear you offering to sleep on a floor that's right you know why? what do you mean I gotta compromise exactly right and then Malone says uh, something that's very hard to argue with which is, I'm strictly a bed man, Mr. Balin. You know this. I mean, <laughs> it assumes a lot, <laughs> I think. They haven't known each other that long. <laughs> How would he know he's a bed man? Strictly. <laughs> strictly a bed man. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> he can't sleep on a cot? Nope. Not No cot. No sleeping bag, no Aero cot. Arrow mattress? Nope. Nothing that'll like be that. A, that'll be a formal bed. <laughs> No Murphy bed. Nothing like that. Well, we've got ourselves a problem, don't we? <laughs> There's not a bed anywhere near here. <laughs> he, strictly. Strictly. Strictly a bed man. Yeah. I mean, he's willing to share it. That's okay. What if That's he, so he can't go camping? <laughs> I guess he not. He can never go camping. He could bring a bed. Go camping? camping? He could go glamping. Yeah. Well, I mean, he could go cabin camping. Sure. That's right. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know. But no, 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 no backyard tenting like you did. No. Nah. <laughs> Although I did bring my giant air mattress in the tent. I know you did, buddy. But he <laughs> he's a city man. He lives, you know, he lives in the city. He That's true. He's not going camping. That's right. You know? Yeah. Camping for him is like standing on the street corner smoking a ciggy. That's camping. That's camping? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Balin says, uh, uh, I'm, and I'm strictly going to kick your ass. Yeah. That's really harsh. Yeah. He's getting mad now. Yeah. And then Malone makes gets it even harsher. I mean, he comes right back at him. Yeah, he does. With let's cut out the wolfing pal. Yeah. You get in that. Now he's poking. That's, poking yeah, he's, back. That's exactly right. Yeah. You get with, in that bed with me or you're going to the hospital or the fucking morgue. Or the fucking morgue? I mean, that's harsh. If you don't get in the bed with me? 
I mean, this sounds pretty bad. It does sound bad. You know? Uh, it is. Uh, it's suspect. This is Glengarry Glen Knight Infinite. That's right. That's right. Night time. That's right. Get in that bed Get with me. Get in that me. bed with me. Yeah. And Balin, I think, realizes at this point he's got no choice. To, he can't fight it anymore. That's right. So he's just like, God damn it. Yeah. And then Malone goes to the door. Because he knows in his heart he's a bed man, too. Yeah, sure. No, he's not sleeping on the floor. No. You know? Not in his condition. I mean, he's, he's you know, he's been dry, he's sitting, driving in that uncomfortable car seat all That's day. That's right. He's, he's just, he's got to get some rest. They got another whole day of driving around the next day. Roast beef haze. Yeah, the roast beef haze you is know? hanging over him. Yeah. I mean, come on. You got to go head to pillow on this. That's right. You got That's to. Right. Yeah, he's got no he's choice. He's got no choice. So Balin realizes, God damn it. And then uh, Malone leads him to the door and he stops him. And he's like, now listen. If you walk through this door now, you're heading into a world of trouble. That's you understand? Right. Yeah. It's like they're crossing a threshold. We, you might into, remember this from the Untouchables. That's right. When, crossing a threshold into they, a new part of their relationship. They go into that storage room. That's right. This is no good. <laughs> no way. <laughs> this isn't right. <laughs> this is no good. <laughs> Who is that guy? <laughs> Fucking unreal. <laughs> uh, and so uh, you, are you, you're walking into a world of trouble. You understand? That's right. And yeah. Balin says, yeah. Yeah. So then Malone opens the door. That's right. They go into the room and close the door. And then, then at that point, yeah. Malone says, right. and by trouble, <laughs> I mean this guy. sleep apnea right. and persistent curly fry flatulence. That's concerning. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real cause for concern. <laughs> well, I, told, I like how he told him after what he meant by trouble. Well. Like, I mean. It's the, entrapment is what it is. <laughs> Am I right? You're right. Yeah. It's an old school police trick, right? That's right. It's like, yeah, it's entrapment. It's entrapment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Balin fell for it. But you know what? Balin's not going to be smelling all that great either. <laughs> no. It's a lot no. of roast beef, buddy. He's got the beef sweats. Yeah. 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 And. Those two. <laughs> oh, man, I don't room. want anywhere near that bed. No, no. That they they might have to put down a security deposit on the room <laughs> to go and sleep in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're going to have to fumigate it. Uh, so Balin says, oh, Christ. Because, I mean, persistent. I mean, curly, fly, curly fried flatulence <laughs> is one thing. Persistent. It's not easy to say. No, it ain't. Yeah. Persistent curly fry flatulence. Right. That sounds... A, a well, lot worse. We all know what flatulence is, and we all know what persistent means. That's right. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like... Thank you, no. <laughs> it's almost like you can't wait to get up in the morning. You ever have those things where you're so tired, and you go to bed late, but you're still like, oh, yeah. I can't wait to get up and get out. You know, yeah, totally. You, you got to get moving again or something. You got to, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Oh. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Uh, Balin has or Malone has one more question for him. He sure does, and that is, do you prefer to be the big spoon or the little spoon? Yeah, it's uh, it's uncomfortable. It is. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. It really is. But much to my surprise, you know, Balin fully resigned to spending the night in the bed with Malone. Yep. It says, uh, <laughs> "Get in the goddamn spoon." Get in the goddamn spoon. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> That's what he says. Like, right. it's just time to do this. That's right. Yeah, yeah. If there's no way around it, let's go. Yeah, no more complaining about it. I want my it. head on that pillow. That's right. Get in the goddamn spoon. We're just wasting time. That's right. It's as inevitable as them meeting with Moss. It's right. Yeah. 
So it's just it just has to be this way. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So they it fades out. They start taking their pants off and stuff, and the shot fades out, and that's that. That's that. So there you have it. There it is. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I, I shudder to think what's going to go on in there. <laughs> well, I'm not. Um, I'm not happy about any of it. I hope Grace has the good taste not to pick up the scene yeah. right where we left. Yeah, off. let's. We'll just suggest yeah, something. The, yeah, that maybe it moves on to it, another we, location. Yeah. We can imagine, or you know, hopefully we never speak about it again. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> I'd like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll we'll see what we'll happens. see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I think I know of something that'll make you feel better. Great. And that is to go into the Zen Garden. I, you know, you know how I love it. And we'll enjoy some Gaiku. Some Gaiku. Oh. Everybody just relax. That's right. Take a deep breath. Or seven. <laughs> or 23. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Don't pass out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we have some that were submitted by listeners to share with you today. Some quality, quality haikus today, That's right. guys. Guys, goos. Guys, goose. <laughs> Would you care to go first? Sure. Master Zumbo? Sure. Okay. This one comes from Cosmo, the ass man. A life machine hums. A sick daughter, all alone. Where is her father? Oh. It's heartbreaking. It is. It really is. Heartrending. And it's another one of these ones that Cosmo writes that has a question. That's right. At the end, it leaves you well, wondering, dreaming, imagining Well, the answer. Aren't all the answers just questions? Oh. <laughs> Namaste. And here's also one, with you. Here's one. And also with you. Sorry. 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 <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> what happened there? I, I just was emphatic about you taking my piece. Oh, I got it. Okay. Oh, thank you. You're thank welcome. you for it. You're welcome. So nice. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, here's one. From our friend David Kincannon. Deacons. Also known as Sneaker Dean, I think, <laughs> nowadays on Twitter. Sure. The Dean. It's in a similar vein to oh, the sneakers. one you said. That's right. <laughs> My daughter. Show some goddamn respect. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm guy cooing. Please, please start over. My daughter is sick. I think I'm going away. She'll probably die. Same subject matter. That's right. Equally sad. Very sad. Very sad. But salient point is made. That's true. <laughs> but it's not hopeless. It's just probably. She probably is dead. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably. But we don't know for sure. So let's. How could we know? Leave hope alive, <laughs> shall we? This one also comes from Cosmo. Oh, great! And it's more about the show than it is the movie. Oh, I like these. Yeah, these are, these nice. are great. They're great. Go ahead. <clears throat> the jingle concludes at an unforeseen octave. Pasty, doughy guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Good. Very That's good. Very good. Solid. Brilliant. Solid. Namaste. And also with you. <laughs> Here's one last one to enjoy great. for this for this dark evening in the garden. <laughs> I'm happy to wrap it up here. Okay. Also from Deacons. Of course. Sitting at a desk, picking up the telephone. God, I hate this job. It's really good. Really good. 
really good. Really nice. It's right there in front of us all along. It was, and none of us saw Nobody it. Nobody saw it. Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing about Guy Koo. It's, it's out there already. You just have to find it. You don't get to be the sneaker dean by not seeing this stuff. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> it's not schooling. It's, you don't go to school to be the sneaker dean. No. 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 It's your destiny. You sneaker dean on the streets. That's right. It's your calling, your destiny. That's right. That's right. Well, this was wonderful. It was. Thanks for sharing with me. Yes. My pleasure. Okay. Well. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, (laughs) here we are. So it was that. Yeah, here we are. uh, The syrup is really starting to get sticky. (laughs) We're out. We're done. We're done. We're done. I'm sleepy. You're sticky. Let's call it a day. Let's call it a day. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody, for sharing this with us. It was really fun. So much fun. It was fun. Okay. Bye. What would David make?